guys, this is Adobo Culture, your newest favorite podcast. It's a Filipino collective podcast where we laugh, chat, and pour our hearts out about being Filipino millennials here in the United States. And again, here are your homies, Freddie, John, and Gwenny. How are you guys? How was your night? Good, good. Chillin'. So far, so good, chillin'. Are we drinking anything again? I just got water on the sidelines. Um, I or I would say yesterday was my fi- or was my um Friday because I just fin- finished up with finals. Yeah. So I am a free woman until February. Oh, so. that's a long Woo-hoo! ass break. Time. Yeah, that's man. That's a long ass break. Well, still have a lot of time. Yeah. So um, I, I have my Moscato again. No. <laughs> going back to the Middle Ages, I'm drinking Chaucer's Raspberry Mead. What oh, is you fancy? That? It's it's basically sweet honey wine. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I get it. I get it from Total Wine because that's alcohol galore. I mean, it's an alcoholic haven, basically. Fun place to go. It's here in the oh. Bay. Yeah, it's here in the Bay Area, over by Daly City. Oh, nice. In any alcohol you can think of. They have it. Sweet. Something, so, some places swing by soon. Sweet honey wine. Try the mead. It's really good. It's really good. All right. But I thought it was just like a fictional thing, but then it's like, oh, it's actually really good. All right. Um, so with that out of the way, so you guys, listeners, um, just a head, head start. This episode is going to be more um, R-rated. Because we're going to be talking a lot about, you know, sex. We spicy so, today. If you have kids listening, I guess, you know, change the channel and just go back to us. But yeah, we'll be talking about sex. All right. To cut yeah, to the chase. So we're all living here in America, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, we do. What, what are your personal opinions regarding America's openness to anything regarding sex i think it's fine i feel like when i grew up um we had sex ed here in america i think it started when it was like in third grade but um i also went to a catholic school growing up and so it was more of like the conservative way of going about things however when i did go to a public school in high school um the dialogue just started opening up and we started learning different things and different ways to be more safe rather mm-hmm. than just the, the just the whole thing of just procreating itself. And so I think also, too, within time, um, there was this channel that I started tuning in called Vice. And oh, yeah. they definitely go into like the whole sex industry and they talk about how what is it you can make your whole income through that or you can pay for your mortgage through oh, yeah. like only fans and uh, porn yeah. and things documentaries like that. on vice are really good actually they really are and i feel like they just open your world and open your lens and and try to make viewers more open-minded of course so that's kind of like my thoughts how about you john you just moved oh, here so yeah it might I, be... I just moved here it might mm-hmm. be different but the thing is with my background, I come from Catholic haven, basically. So since mm-hmm. kinder up to college, all Catholic schools, 
college was a little bit more Catholic than usual because we were the Pontifical Royal University right. of the Philippines. Right. So big, big, big time shit like that. But then like <clears throat> back of my mind, learning everything through education and all that stuff, that whole idea of sexuality is just a very, it's basically human nature. So going here, learning that people are so open about it, sometimes they embrace it, sometimes they're in denial, but the whole dialogue, like Gwen said, there's a whole dialogue that is opened up here, which personally I feel like I didn't have back in the Philippines. It was either shunned away, it it was either praised like you're an almighty God or something. Right, right. But then here, it's just like an open dialogue. Right. Which is now that me, now that you mentioned we progress basically. So, um, what like do you think uh, it's better? I mean, do you think it's a, more advantageous for you that you're now in a more um, liberal country, so to speak? Yeah, it's more advantageous to me because like Just you have about like, different ideas on it. Right, right, right. So since we're in general, since we are talking about the topic of like this kind of dialogue been being shunned away in the Philippines. This question is actually for Gwen. Are you aware that the Philippines is still like a really conservative country? Yeah. Um, I am familiar with it. I know I went to the Philippines a long time ago, maybe I'd say six years. And as I was flying or not flying or got here and just started driving to her, Ever I was going, I saw a big billboard saying uh-huh. abortion is bad. Ooh, and that was oh, yeah, like yeah. my introduction saying, oh, I guess they're a little bit more conservative about right. these types of topics. So I for sure yeah, am so very aware of that. Have you have have you had any conversations with like your cousins or family there? Like regarding like their experiences about the topic? Uh, about abortion or like sex life or sex life and like all that one all that stuff um i mean i don't have that dialogue with that side of family in the philippines so to say mm-hmm. just because i only visit there like once every five years so right, right. i haven't oh, so... built like a whole casual relationship to mm-hmm. that extent but mm-hmm. i can see that their ideals are conservative since they come from a catholic background so right I, that's just the feeling that I have. How about your parents? Since they're like your mom and dad grew up there too, right? Am I correct? Um, yes, yes. So, since moving here, have you seen? Have you noticed like their change in perspective with regards to like this topic? I would say so. Yeah. Um, I think that they're a little bit more open-minded right. to the subject itself. Right. But I don't think they're open-minded of me um, going further into those grounds, per se. True. So, Go I mean, they're just totally, like, looking out for me and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I am totally okay yeah. and totally fine where they're coming from. But, mm-hmm. you know, there are just some things they just don't mention. Right, right. Because that, that's actually really interesting. Because, like, my mom, before she moved here, she was really, like, straight up. Um, Filipino mom but after moving here and being exposed to like the type of like um, open-mindedness of America I noticed that it's easier to talk 
to her regarding certain topics like this. So I guess America really does a great impact on like, you know, opening one's mind. Because I personally think this isn't like a topic to like be shunned away. It should be discussed. Because this is, I don't get the idea that it's like taboo, but I'm also thankful that moving here opened my mind to more and made me more comfortable to embrace that sex is normal and it's not like something that's like you know taking drugs or whatnot you know what i mean yeah. right i mean i think it's a cultural thing too that's for sure right right because right. culturally speaking we're very conservative in our own way true true and yep. americans are very liberal in their own way too i mean it's so, different from culture to culture might be a mix for sure might be just for one, sure. one side or the other side i've never actually heard that any asian country that is like as liberated as america i don't know japan but that should be another topic anyway um so now we're talking about sex and stuff so this comes hand in hand with you know people doing sex work mm-hmm. what do you think what's your personal opinion regarding sex workers I think if they keep it like in a professional setting and they know their boundaries of what they can set up for themselves, I would say no one really should be getting hurt from this altogether. Um, mm-hmm. Altogether, exactly. it is the worker that is trying to do their thing, trying to right. make their money, um, trying to provide for someone possibly. And mm-hmm. that could be no one's business but their own or and if they want to be open about it that's totally all right too so i'm just gonna leave it at they can do their thing it's personally not harming me as long as they're safe there's no problem right yeah exactly but what about the okay you go ahead as long as it's as long as it's not hurting anyone and right i mean everyone's just trying to make ends meet right and there's always right. going to be a market for everything. So you could just say that people are just being opportunists and taking this side of the market to make right. uh, income out of it. So right. it's just maybe a smart thing to do, right? I mean, you right. can't blame exactly. smart people. Yeah. Like, especially, like, one thing I noticed, I know that, like, um, OnlyFans have been, OnlyFans has been around for, like, a long time. But I I just got like wind of it during the pandemic. Like I have like acquaintances, not like friends, but I know people like kind of on a personal level starting OnlyFans and that's when I was like exposed to it. So like what you said, John, like um it's like with with the restraints that we have because of the pandemic, people have to like look for ways to like you know keep a roof up up their heads so you can't really blame people like doing their hustle if there's a demand for it exactly why not and the hustle yo they're not they're not also forced to do it they actually wanted to do it and i also think right now in like the current state of like sex work i mean not necessarily because obviously there are still like a lot of laws and um, precautions that are against sex workers. But in terms of like um, 
self-confidence. I feel like sex workers are given more freedom to like express themselves. Yeah. Cuz like true. posting pictures of themselves in like um provocative or whatever you call it. I think that is considered self-expression. And then yeah, again, we go back to the idea that they weren't forced to do it. So, and they're not hurting anybody. As long and as they're like, mm-hmm. continue. Go ahead. As long as they're like legal adults. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As long as they're legal adults, Oof. sure. Oof. More power to you. Exactly. Yeah. And and That's like the whole idea behind it is think of it as an art form too cuz Right. For me, my opinion with that it's it's not different from looking at the statue of David, from looking at the painting of Aphrodite. It's they're all nude. Some some girl poses, takes a picture of herself. It looks artistic. Then it's great. It's a piece of art. You're a piece of art. Your body, the way you portray your body, is beautiful. So you want to share it with people. Exactly. Then you get paid for it. It's it's a win-win. Yeah. So it ain't that bad. I mean, it works out, right? Um, cause like, uh, I actually have a friend who's gay. He's like a really close friend of mine, childhood friend, and he he's like proud of his work. Cause I don't know if you guys are aware, but Twitter kind of has like a an underbelly where there's like porn side of Twitter, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think spicy I saw side. Too. And um spicy. yeah, the spicy side of Twitter. And um spicy. my friend actually get like got a big following there. And he's posting his stuff there, you know, his videos and shit. And I'm like, yo, you gotta you gotta do OnlyFans. I suggested that to him. Like you gotta do OnlyFans because like if you like doing this, why not earn money on the side too? Like you're like you're like wasting precious content. You're giving it away for free. Like you might as well capitalize on that one. Mm-hmm. So, but he told me that apparently only fans isn't covered in the Philippines, so they can't really oh, access the interesting. site. Interesting, huh? So yeah, I don't know how that works, but or something. I guess so. I guess so because because like. There's also a news like way back when I was still in college that um, internet providers in the Philippines started blocking like porn, yeah, porn sites. sites. Yeah, they did. So I don't. I think Good that too. has to do. I think that has to do with that too. So yeah, I think it's it goes hand in hand. What do you guys think of like that like um, restriction for like say a conservative country? Would it hurt the country more? Or it's like better for them. I ob- I absolutely think that sex should not be cent- censored to that regard, because there are going to be people who are uneducated in that topic. They might be mm-hmm. getting other people sick and not knowing it. They True. might be protected all might not be protected all the way, and they might be hurting their partner too at the same time. Right. And so by blocking like porn sites as well makes me think like what other sex ed is bring brought up in the Philippines. So That's that true. itself is very scary to me personally. Mm-hmm. How about you, John? Yeah. 
I growing mean, up there. Yeah, it's it's hard because like sex ed is basically more or less non-existent in the Philippines. Like they try to push for it, but it still doesn't happen because basically the the big shots don't want that whole idea of. I mean, they're afraid of something so humanistic, something something very natural. Right, right. Because it's against their whole conservative ideals. But still, mm-hmm. I mean, let it out. It's also, it's it's also tough because, yeah. like, since the Philippines is, like, a really Catholic country, it's really tough because of the fact that the church, once they, like, got, like, an idea, like, something is going to change, something is going to be, like... Um, gonna change their traditional setup of the, the Philippines, they're gonna intervene. Yeah, very traditional. And, and it's tough because there should be like a separation of the church and the state, you know? But in the Philippines you can't really see that separation because most of like the decisions made by like say schools are yeah, based on what the church wants. Yeah. yeah. So I'm with you. I'm with you guys regarding like it's gonna hurt the Philippines more, especially on like sex education because I think it's really important. It's just like it's like it's just like biology, basically. Yeah, you know, you can sneak it in. It's science. It's evolution. (laughs) It's yeah. It's It's human human instincts. It's human instincts. Like, how are you here? Exactly. (laughs) So like, I I still don't get the idea behind out of nowhere. But are you guys also aware of, like, um, say, Catholic countries like Spain, like, um, those, like, you know, are they similar in terms of, like, conservativeness or they've gone past through that? In Spain? Yeah. In different countries. I'm not too aware, but I would say they're probably separate from church and state. Right. But yeah. they still have their Catholic ideals in mind. Right. However, right. I think those boundaries are clearly um, set. You yeah. know, I actually, I actually read this like opinion piece on like one of the newspapers in the Philippines, and it's basically about how Spain was over over like that traditional setting, while while the Philippines is still like trying to like keep that tradition going. And that actually had an impact on me because, like, the writer made sense. It's like, you guys keep on saying the Spaniards did this, the Spaniards did that, the Spaniards blah, blah, blah. But now look at them. They're more, they're more open-minded Progressive. in terms of, yeah, they're more open-minded in terms of, like, social issues. They're more open-minded in terms of, like, you know, sexuality. But yeah. why can't you guys do that if you keep on, like, saying the Spaniards did this to us? If you guys idolize yeah, Spain so time. much, why not do the same thing? You know? Yeah, exactly. And it actually actually makes sense. Because um for some reason Philippines are so fixated by the fact that they've been colonized by like a European country for like a long time. And that they can't do anything to change the current status quo. But like these countries that invaded them years ago are now like Moving on to the next level just doesn't make sense, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 weird. I mean, the you can see the Philippines wants to move on 
progress as a society, but right, right. traditional ideals really just hinders them from moving on forward. And like, I heard like, I don't, I don't know. I just heard off the internet that even the Vatican, mm. the heart of Catholicism has sex education. Wow. I never heard of so, that. I, I saw so, it. So, um, I can't tell you. Move, I don't know. I forgot where it was. Moving on, since we're still in the Philippines. Do you think the Philippines should adapt the open-mindedness of Americans in terms of like this topic, sexuality? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, definitely. No doubt about that. I mean, it's, it's, it's a basic need. It's a basic mm-hmm. thing that should be taught. It's like going back when you were a kid. Out of nowhere, your parents would talk to you about the birds and the bees. Right. That's the introduction of that whole sex education thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, my parents did that to me. But when it came to school, when my mind is set into an educational thing, there's nothing they can teach me about it. They just say, this is the penis. This is the vagina. <laughs> That's all. And I'm just like, what do those things do? Right. But you have to find out on your own. You have to search the internet, all that stuff. Luckily for me, I did my research with all that sex, with all sex and everything. But then mm-hmm. there are some people who are aren't so lucky that because you can't completely say that you're you're going to scour the internet for whatever, whatever you'll find out something really pretty messed up. Mm-hmm. But you're still going to be like, oh, so this is how it is, right? Maybe it I basically when I grow basically, up, basically, it basically makes it harder for like kids to yeah, learn because. Yeah. They don't have adult guidance, you know? Like, yeah, they might yeah. mistake something that is bad for something good. Yeah. It's, so, it's, it's, it's a little bit messed up, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. you just gotta, they just gotta move on with it because it's, you gotta teach your kids how to, how to grow up. And this is part of growing up, basically. Exactly. You're gonna start using junior sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but that's true. That's that's true. You can start using him sooner or later. I mean, you want the family? Do you want to continue your line? You're gonna use Junior, and you have to learn how the right way how to use Junior. Okay. Okay. This one is more of a personal question. Okay. More personal question. Say, for example, you know someone like you guys are like really close friends, boyfriend or girlfriend maybe, and then you suddenly start hearing rumors that they have like an OnlyFans. And then you confronted them. Hey, you have an OnlyFans? And they say, yeah. Would would your outlook on that person change? Or it would like still remain the same? You, st- you, still, you guys are still going to be like close friends. What do you think? I actually know a few friends that are pretty much in the industry i'd say and when they do tell me um at first they're a little bit nervous of what i think of them Mm -hmm. but i overall just tell them hey as long as you're safe about it you're Mm -hmm. fine there's nothing really to worry about but if there is something that is kind of breaking that you can definitely tell me as well and and we can solve it together if things ever go that way you know that's true 
How about you, John? I mean, it's you're still my friend. We still drink together. We can have fun. Whatever you do on the side, I don't give a damn. And if it's helping you out, as, as long as it's helping them out, making them right. happy, they're doing what they want to do, mm-hmm. then continue it. I mean, I, my judgment won't change as a friend, as a supported friend, because I always treasure my friends dearly. Right. And no matter what they do, they're still my friend, period. Unless they're asking. What if, what if this friend invited you, hey, John, I need a guest. Would you star in my next video? I don't want to use Junior on camera. <laughs> so you're like, so you're you're like open to the idea, but you're personally uncomfortable. Yeah, with personally, it. not I'm not comfortable with my body. So All right, I can't yeah. do that. <laughs> Look at me, I can't do that shit. That's fair. I'll That's like, fair. Oh, so, here it is. So you guys would say you guys won't like change your like the way you see this person just yeah. because they're like doing sex work. No, there's no there's no point in doing that. I mean, right. you've known them for so long and for one little change that's not personally affecting you. Mm-hmm. And if you are offended, then that's your problem, not theirs. Right. Mm-hmm. Come on. That's true. It, just let them be. I mean, it ain't none of your bi- damn business. Mind your own and, damn business, okay? And they're not hurting anyone too, will, so. Yeah, what will you lose for hating someone? Hating right. your friend who has an OnlyFans and who's a True. sex worker. So you're, I mean, what will you gain? I mean, you're an only hater at that point, man. Come exactly. on. <laughs> Follow my True. and subscribe. For, the, for those listening that are on the fence, if they know someone who's like a sex worker and you're like kind of in between if you are going to be friends with them or not, please be friends with them because you'll, yeah. you'll be surprised on how much. They try to hide this part of their life and they see you as like a sanctuary. So because you're a friend, you, basically. Yeah. Like be a friend, be a friend to them, you know? It's not gonna hurt you. Like they're probably give, going to be like the most genuine person by telling too. you and for too. them to be open to you to that extent. They're a keeper. Mm-hmm. They're going to be your best friend. You're you're gonna have to like either not necessarily like deal with it, but just keep an open mind altogether. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They trust you a lot, basically. That's why they, they, actually, yeah. they actually see you as someone they can confide to. So that's a pretty big thing. You're a nice person. So don't fuck it up. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, so we're almost done. This is like a quick episode, apparently, because we're like all straight to the point, which is really good. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. It's just be don't be an asshole, don't be an asshole. And it's also like a, it's also like a kind of sensitive topic because we don't want to offend anyone, so we're like really yeah, being sure. open about our perspectives. Yeah. So um, since we've covered almost everything that covers um sex in America and the Philippines, um, what do you guys think about like the sex industry moving forward? Do you think it would be like I wouldn't say Hollywood, but kind of like the same, you know, recognition, the same care, the same, you know, good stuff that, you know, mainstream actors are getting. Do you see that happening? I think I can definitely see it happen. Um, I think if 
this line of business were to actually be seen professionally, I'm wondering how much this would be taxed. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because that's um, oh, that's true. That's true. Because sex work isn't really traced since it's all through money or currency, or if they are going to be sending money through like OnlyFans or through Venmo or Cash App and things like that. There's no necessarily like a way to monetize that whole thing. And so it's kind of like how when weed became legal here in California, there was these huge taxes of 20%. And I'm wondering how that will affect the sex industry itself. I think in terms of learning about sex in the Philippines, I do think it's tremendously important because there are a lot of teens getting pregnant in the Philippines. And yeah. as well as, um, what is it, STDs and STIs being spread, not only mm -hmm. also in the Philippines, but also here in the States, where it's also probably just as conservative if you go to the Midwest or somewhere yeah. in that area, right, too. Right. So it should overall adapt all across. There's no reason to stick to um, Catholic traditional ideals at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if it's if it's hurting you, if teens are getting pregnant everywhere, then I don't think it's a good idea to stay to stay in that mindset because it's doing you more harm than good. And with like, mm -hmm. was it about like sex work just uh, being more wait exposed is not a good word for it more in a pedestal like people accepting it a bit more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, I think we should get there because it's. It's a it's viable work. It makes it makes money. It makes people proud of themselves, embrace their, embrace their sexuality and all that stuff, and it's already a positive thing. It's moving on to a positive light, which I, I wish it could continue. Mm -hmm. That it could continue to to be put on a pedestal. That's for sure. I actually personally wanted to um, make sex work more of like an open thing than like an underground thing just because of the fact that um they can get access to healthcare too yes like, yeah it's like right right that's now in the current important. the current state of like sex work like when things get rough for them everything comes out of their pockets you know but if it's yeah. considered like a legitimate job you know, and like, you know, like regular jobs like th that we have, we get access to healthcare, we get benefits from healthcare, yeah, and I think and all that stuff, insurance. Yeah, I think the sex industry needs that the most because, again, it's not the cleanest job in terms of like you know hygiene and everything. You like, it's a, uh, it's a really, it's a really. Um, risky job in terms of like you know your health so um we couldn't say it's all like rainbows and butterflies in the ex in sex industry because of this fact that you're prone to get sick and if sex workers get the same benefits as like regular workers that would be so great because yeah, at least better at least mm -hmm, at least they're gonna take away that layer of like you know spreading the disease more just because like it's more easy to like contain you know because um i've actually watched this documentary 
and it's about not I'm not sure if it's like the first spread of AIDS in the United States or in the sex industry, but it's basically like when the sex industry was booming, like people back then, I think there was this was in the 80s and 90s, 70s, 80s. And they didn't know any better about sex, and they're like doing it like really, really, you know, unsafe. So now, while the sex industry is like really booming, they suddenly got like someone sick, and then they kept on working because they're unaware that they're sick. So now the disease spread, and then now like they're trying to like they're trying to like look for like patient zero who like started the spread of like that specific um pandemic in like the sex industry mm-hmm. so i think the takeaway from this is that if this is considered like regular work it would be easier for them to like get access to like checkups get access to like medication get ac- access to like you know safe measurements in terms of like your well-being because right now we can't afford another like it's like the sex epidemic sex uh related diseases are still like you know being tightly monitored and even then we can't really you know contain the spread mm-hmm. so i think mm-hmm. if i think if they're given the same respect the same recognition as like regular people it would be easier for everyone to like, you know, detect which is which, how to stop it, stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Cause um again, we're going back to like the very bottom point of like this whole conversation. Sex is a natural thing. It's not something that we should not be scared to talk about. It's not something we should be like ashamed of because like sex is basically like peeing or pooping you know (laughs) if we can't talk if we can't talk about that why can't we talk about human thing (laughs) exactly but again it's i think our generation right now is being progressive as ever because of like you know more people are actually behind sex workers now and i'm really proud to say that I'm part of that group because again it's something people wanted to do and it's not something that they're ashamed of which is really good and I think it inspires not just like you know being confident about your sexuality but as simple as being confident about yourself that's I think one of your decisions yeah being an adult about what you do you know so that's like my take on this whole sex thing. All right. Sex. Ooh, and sex is good, you know. Apparently it uh it uh reduces your stress levels a ton. So don't um don't don't take don't, it for uh, granted, fellas. Yep. Don't take In it other for words. granted. <laughs> it's a stress really Don't take it for granted. Listen to the Simp Collector Queen. Ayo. Simp Collector. The Simp Collector. Anyway, so I think we've covered most of the stuff that um, again, 
I just I just want to like as a disclaimer, this is not us quote unquote glorifying sex work because we know there's a lot of um you know there's underlying... a lot of like reprimands and consequences yeah. to yeah. being a sex worker in general. Mm-hmm. And if if ever you result to this lifestyle, I just want to say like be safe. That's mm-hmm. your number one Look priority. After yourself. And I know mm-hmm. that Planned Parenthood is a thing here in the States mm-hmm. that exactly. people can definitely go to or any mm-hmm. other local clinic, but it may be scarce in other parts of like the States or other start other parts of the Philippines as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, overall, do your thing, be safe, and yeah, that's, that's And have it. fun. Have fun. It's yeah. yeah man like at the end of the day just educate yourself no, educate yourself it's fun. it doesn't hurt to like you know research because again it's always nice to like have a, like an upper hand in terms of like you know knowledge and everything and i just want to reiterate that this whole podcast is about you know letting people know if they're still in the closet in terms of like being a sex worker or whatnot, that there are people who care about you guys. And we have three people here who are like more than happy to help, you know, express your thoughts and show the world that this isn't a bad thing. And we're here. For sure. For sure. So yeah. um, To wrap things up, obviously we're going to have our, Lingo or slang of the week. The week. The week. And we're going to start with the American one, which is mood. Please, Gwen, will you walk us through the meaning of mood? I think it was like very much popularized, I'd say like two or three years back, where if someone was just being extra or ma'arte and you vibe or you are in tune with that energy, you just shout out, huh, that's a mood over there. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's try to use it in a sentence. Um, okay, John, we're going to make a skit again, okay? Okay, we have to make a skit. <laughs> Let me... We got to okay. Um, imagine imagine we're, we're watching a... um. For honor tournament, okay. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. Um, pre, nakikita, nakikita mo ba yung ano? Orochi na yan ng tatak ng tatak. Oo pare. Kita mo ba na pikon yung kalaban niya? Ilang basis kasi siya nagtatak tatak eh. Yung kalaban niya pre isamood. Isamood. <laughs> ha. So yeah, um, basically you use mood when you relate to someone in terms of like their emotions. So just say that's a mood. Basically, I relate to that. Mm-hmm. All right, now we move on to our Filipino lingo of the week. And this one, Gwen is going to be using this. This is going to be fun. So um. Our Filipino slang would be charot, charot. spelled as C H A R O T. John, walk us through what charot means. Okay, charot is actually gay lingo 
from what I've mm-hmm. heard, it started out oh. there. I can't speak gay lingo. I only know charot. My mm-hmm. friends, I I never ask my friends to teach me, which sucks. It's such a fun, interesting slang. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, I know one word, but never mind. So yeah, charot basically means just kidding. So you're basically throwing it out as a uh what's the word? Humorous humorous word in a sentence to make people laugh. So basically if yeah. you say something offensive, it's like a safe comeback. Yeah. So like, like let, yeah, that, like like comeback, let that person yeah. know that you're joking. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so Gwen, are you ready for your sentence? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Shoot your shot. Hey. <laughs> Shoot your also, shot. My taglish is very noticeable. Disclaimer. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. Right. Oh man. Hey, um is your mm. LV bag fake or something? I don't know, but <laughs> not charot na. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. That's good. Perfect. I didn't I didn't detect uh, an accent there too. Good job. Yeah. The, the charot worked well. Mm-hmm. Some people say it as charot, but I don't know. But yeah, Gwen, you learned a new one. Just throw it out. Just throw it out if you want to. Let Confuse your friends. Maybe confuse your mom too. When, when <laughs> I think like, mom might know it. When she's like, Gwen, can you please get me water? Tell, tell her, I don't want to. Charot. Oh my God. Charot, here it comes. <laughs> nah, she's going to hit me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> But yeah, um, this is a fun and precise episode, I'd say. And you guys, just a big, um, big announcement. We're like two episodes down before the end of season one. Season you guys one. believe that? We're almost done. The icebreaker season. Ooh. So um, make Thanks. sure, I hope you guys still stick around till the end of the season. And... Thanks for like the consistent listens that you guys give us, the consistent streams. Yeah, it means a lot. It's it's great to see that. Like it might be listening. it might be rookie numbers for like big big podcasts out there, but for us, like hitting hitting ten streams means a lot. No no cap. No cap. <laughs> no cap. No cap. And um so yeah, I'm hoping that I see you guys on like the end of season one and we're definitely gonna cook up something better once we hit season two but for now again these are your homies freddie john and gwen by the way before i close this up socials you guys come on yes sir go ahead Gwen. so y'all can follow me on instagram at g-w-y-n-e-t-t-e underscore aller and that's O-L-L-E-R. But yeah, come say hi. Don't block them, okay? I'm, I'm sure. They're not, they're <laughs> not going to simp. They're not going to simp. Yeah, they're yeah, they're nice. They're nice. That's what they're saying. <laughs> Podcasts are nice. No <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Charot, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make Charot the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's make thing. All right, you go, John. All right, so check me out. We might stream later. Uh, so on Twitch, on Instagram, on YouTube, Sword Saint Mode. I don't need to tell you how to spell that. It, those are very easy words. And follow me also on Instagram. 
John Nepomuceno. That's J John J O H N N E P O M U C E N O. I'm the guy with the red light district looking photo. So check me out. Sweet. And last but not the least, obviously, my personal social Instagram, Young Freddy. It's spelled E U N G Y F R E D D Y. And of course, our podcast social Instagram is um, adobo.culture. And our Facebook, look us up, Adobo Culture. It might look a little quiet, but we're still cooking things up, you know. We're still preparing the memes, you know. We're still preparing. But, but thank you guys for, like, giving us the follow, the listens, and everything. Thanks for supporting. We might not make money here, but, hey, we're hanging out. And that's what it we what matters, it. right? Absolutely. We slap it. So, so, yeah. Um, again, these are your homies, Freddie, Johnny, and Gwenny. This is a double culture, and we're out. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. See Bye. you guys. Yeah.